Hi, I'm Tom March with the Marks Law Firm in Orlando, Florida. I got a question from one of my viewers and they asked, what do I do if my spouse has become violent, either with me or the children? And I'm gonna answer that today. So welcome to the Healthy Family Law Attorney. Let's dive in. So first thing, if you're in danger or your spouse has threatened you or you're in fear for your safety, first thing you need to do is get out of the situation. Leave the house. Uh, if you need to call the police, do it after you leave the house if possible. Um, the police will, will show up. You can make a statement to the police um, and then you can swear out a, a petition for an injunction against domestic violence so the police can remove your spouse from the home and put you back into possession of the house. So that's really, really important. Let me give you a couple of definitions most people don't know. One is assault and one is battery. You hear, hear people throw those terms out as if it's one thing. Oh, it's an assault and battery, you know, whatever. Actually, they're two very, very different legal terms. Okay, so I'm gonna do battery first because that's the simple definition. A battery is simply an offensive touching. So that means if your spouse touches you in any way that is offensive to you, that legally is a battery. So it doesn't require necessarily a punching, kicking, pulling hair, whatever. It can be uh, grabbing something out of your hand. If you have a cell phone in your hand, they grab the cell phone and they never touch you, that's an extension of you, like a, an umbrella or anything else that they grab away from you. That's also considered a battery. I had a domestic violence case one time where the former husband just in court, I'm cross-examining him and he says, oh, I just, very nicely put my hands on my former wife's shoulders and turned her and re redirected her out of the house. I looked at the judge and said, he's just admitted a battery because that was an offensive touching. Okay, an assault is the imminent apprehension of immediate bodily harm. Eminent means it's about to happen, it's immediate. Um, apprehension means you're in fear, so if your spouse raises their hand like they're gonna hit you and you flinch and they're close enough, they don't have to even touch you. It's the eminent apprehension of immediate bodily harm. So assault does not require any type of offensive touching. It just is that they're close enough and it's eminent that they can harm you um, in that situation. So. Most people don't understand that. There's also false imprisonment if they lock you in a room or if they pull the phone away from you and you can't leave or they lock a door, any of that kind of stuff. So you can swear that out with the police when they show up. It's called a petition for an injunction against domestic violence. If you decide to leave the premises and maybe the next day or within a, a few days or a week, uh, you want to go down to the courthouse and fill that out. Um, in Orange County, they have um, people there that who can assist you in filling it out. It's super important how you fill out the petition for injunction because what's going to happen is the court's going to read that 
without you being there. It's not gonna be like a hearing where you can tell the judge, oh, well, I meant this or that. No, the judge within the four corners of the document, within the four corners of the petition, has to see that there was a reasonable fear for your safety, that there was a battery, an assault, something that caused um, within the statute sufficient grounds for the court to enter the injunction. And so that's kind of like the only place or one of the only places in the law that you can kind of accuse somebody of something, the court can enter an injunction against them without hearing the other side's um, story. Um, under the statute, within 15 days, the court does have to um, schedule a, what's known as a return hearing. And that is where the other side, your spouse, significant other, um, has the ability to come in and tell their side of the story. So um, another tip I would say is if you're going to uh, swear out the petition at the courthouse, it's probably better for you to retain counsel first so that they can advise you what the court is looking for in your specific situation. The court's going to want to look at the most recent event uh, because the older the event is, uh, the less likely the judge is going to think it's an imminent situation or that it's really something that you're in fear of if it happened a year ago and you never uh, sought an, uh, an injunction for that. Okay, so when the injunction, let's say it's entered, your spouse is removed from the home, then you can go back into the house. Typically the court says your spouse is not, uh, or significant other is not permitted to come within 500 feet of you, 500 feet of uh, the marital home uh, or where you're living. Uh, you might wanna add, of course, 500 feet from your place of business, maybe from the school, because when you're at the school, you don't want there to be a altercation with uh, your spouse or significant other. Now, if the injunction is not entered and your spouse is left, or your significant other, if they're on the deed to the home, it isn't really enough that you change the locks and to feel safe because if they own the home, they can break in. And if somebody calls the police, all they have to tell the police is, oh, I lost my key and um, I'm just getting into my own house. And if the police look it up and he's the owner or she is the owner, then they're not going to do anything. That's if an injunction is not entered. If an injunction is entered and they catch uh, the perpetrator trying to re-enter the home, yeah, then they'll arrest him. Okay, so number one, be safe. Number two, swear out a petition uh, for an injunction against domestic violence. Uh, being safe means either calling the police or leaving the the home. Um, third would be if you don't get the injunction with the police, get it at the courthouse. Fourth, um, retain counsel to represent you and give you advice on that. And five, don't go back into the house really unless you, the injunction's been issued. Go to a friend's house, go to a battered shelter, a women's shelter, or other shelter um, if you don't have friends or family that you can go and stay with. And last but not least, take the family pet with you. You don't want your 
dog or cat to be harmed um, when that person gets back to the house and they're still angry and you're not there and they want to take it out on someone or something. Take care of your pets too and be safe and we'll see you in the next video. Thanks. Bye.